This is Financially Tuned with Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Matthew provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. Your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Matthew Brunner to help you find out how to be financially tuned. Hello, welcome to another show of Financially Tuned with me, Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, or Compass in Westport, Connecticut, and my co-host, Tony Shore. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's show. Today's show is called The Future of U.S. Taxation. So it's going to be really fun and funny, right? <laughs> if anyone can make taxes fun and funny, it's Matt Brunner, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Listen, it's important to be aware of the future of U.S. taxation and, and tax changes to help ensure your wallet doesn't take a big hit. And I don't know how funny it'll be, but I sure hope it'll be informative, Tony. <laughs> well, you know what? Before the listeners completely tune out on our Future of U.S. Chickens show, um, <laughs> The thing is, you have to remember is, are taxes fun to talk about? Does anybody out there want to listen to a radio show talking about taxes? No. But do our listeners out there, do we all want to find ways to save money on taxes and to minimize that tax burden? Yes. And if the answer to that question is yes, this is the show. I mean, this is important. And uh, But I we might want to change the name to the future of U.S. chickens. (laughs) <laughs> and then it might, I don't know, it might hold people's interests longer. What maybe, do you think, man? Maybe better. <laughs> it possibly could. Yeah. I mean, I don't know a whole lot about chickens, but uh, I know they're delicious and they're fun to have around, you know, if you have a farm, right? And taxation is rather bland. Yeah. 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 It's like the, it's like the chicken of, it, it's like, uh, you know, Taxation is like the chicken of finances. It's a little bland, but uh, it can get over overly complicated. But we all want to save money. We all have to pay taxes, and we all want to save money and not uh, overpay. And we want to minimize what we have to pay in so we have more to save and spend in retirement, right? I agree. I, I agree, absolutely. The phrase, nothing can be said to be certain except death and taxes, was coined from a letter written by Benjamin Franklin to Jean-Baptiste Leroy in 1789. It was an off-kilter reference to the newly established Constitution of the United States, but it has held an unenviable truth ever since. Now, there's good and bad about taxes, right? I mean, with taxes, theoretically, we get things. We get services we need, etc. cetera. Uh, but there's a, a one little good thing people forget often about paying taxes, and that means you made some money. Now, you want to minimize that as much as possible. Hey, the easiest thing in the world is to not pay taxes. You can just lose money all the time. You won't have to pay any taxes, right? But we want to make sure when we are making money, what the best way to reduce, to minimize, or to get rid of as much of that tax burden as possible. Now, there have been upheavals in the American financial landscape, and so that saying that nothing can be said to be certain except death and taxes may need to be modified to nothing can be said to be certain except death and increasing taxes. Ah, See, increasing I told taxes. You I could, told you we'd make it funny. 
Well, you got close there. Um, uh, I would thanks. like to change that saying to nothing can be said to be certain except for death, taxes, and pizza. So really, it's That's, three things. There it is. There it is. Yep. There it is. Yeah. Uh, but why do you think we continue to see an increase in taxes? I mean, they, they seem to keep going up. Well, the federal government really keeps finding ways to increase its credit line without also finding ways to proportionally cut its spending. Uh, uh, although we, we put legislation in place in an attempt to cut spending through future sequestration, politicians in charge still find a way to reduce the cuts. Now, the government keeps increasing its credit limit, but in order to get things back in balance, it's in desperate need of finding ways to decrease spending and make more money. And sadly, spending cut discussions rarely have a positive outcome. So consequently, the only way for the government to compensate for its lack of spending cuts is by making more money. And usually the only way the government makes money is by collecting taxes. There's a Congressional Budget Office projected deficit baseline from the years 2014 through 2024. The government collects approximately $42 billion less per month than it spends. That is insane. I, yeah. I don't even know how we're able to operate. So they collect $42 billion less per month. Billion per mm -hmm. month. Billion with a B. That's crazy. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. Yeah, that's that. Wow. <laughs> that's amazing. I, I just that that statistic, it just blows my mind. So and that's according to the Cong Congressional Budget Office. So mm -hmm. uh, that's their own numbers. Well, do you think the national debt is going to continue to increase like this or is it going to taper off? Well, if you want to see something scary, go to the U.S. National Debt Clock dot org. And you can just watch it climb up. It's kind of scary. And, and it is increasing at an unprecedented rate. It's rising to levels never seen before and threatening potential harm to the economy. Now, according to the same Congressional Budget Office, the projected deficit baseline 2014 to 2024, the national debt was $7.4 trillion in October of 2004. And by October of 2014, it had climbed to $17.9 trillion which means the national debt grew 241.9% during the 10-year time period, or 8.4% annually compounded. Now, wow. that being said, the national debt, debt growth rate has receded significantly over the past three years, falling to an annual growth rate of 4.5%. But as we speak, I look at the usdebtclock.org, and if you if you put your cursor over the national public debt outstanding. It represents the face amount or principal amount of marketable and non-marketable securities currently outstanding and the sources of the U.S. Treasury. The U.S. national debt today is $19,887,000,000,000 as of right now. Yeah, and it's, and going, and it's and going up. Yeah, it's the numbers aren't going down. They're going yeah. up fast. Yeah, it's about to turn over another million there, I see. That's... Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy how fast it's going up. I mean, it's going up at a rate I just can't even fathom the amount of money uh, that this thing is is ticking up. It's wow, wow. So at any rate, um, this can be a depressing topic, obviously. But um, so you think it's going to continue to go up because it is going up right now. Um, are taxes that we pay today though comparable to taxes say? 
back in the early 1900s or 1940s? Well, from a historical point of view, taxes are extremely low. The last time the U.S. national debt was even close to the same percentage level of gross domestic product, also known as GDP, as it is today, was at the end of World War II and for several years following World War II. Now, the maximum tax rate at that point and through the years from 44 through 63 averaged, can you guess? It was 90%. That was the maximum tax rate. Wow. Compare that to the maximum tax rate of 39.6% today, which everybody's so upset about, and it becomes very clear that there is a huge disparity. The, the period of 44 through 63 was in the heart of both the Industrial Revolution and the birth of the baby boom generation. It's difficult to compare these two time periods because back then they did not have to deal with the external pressures from globalization and also domestic unfunded liabilities. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's it's interesting because we think we're paying such high taxes now. Um, but I, you know what? I bet it evens out because back then that was just federal tax. Today we have so many different kinds of taxes mm-hmm. other than just our federal tax. You know, mm-hmm. we have uh, higher property taxes, higher. They tax everything now. You know, gasoline, um, almost, you know, concert tickets, your movie tickets, you're paying taxes on so many different things now um, that it really is interesting. I think we're we're getting taxed uh, in a lot of different areas than that we weren't before. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. I mean, you can look at lists and you can call them what you want, but there are some, sometimes it's called a permit. It's essentially a tax. Uh, there's taxes every which way you turn. So, you know, look at the future of it. Again, chances are it can't go much lower considering the disparity between what they're spending and what they're making. So, and we'll talk about that in the next segment, how they kind of, they, they make that up. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's do that. Uh, but we have to take a quick break first. Is there anything you want to add, Matt, before we take the break? Sure. Listen, dealing with taxes can be difficult, but it really doesn't have to be. We have an EA on staff. We help with tax prep. We do tax planning for clients year round here. Visit our website at www.compass-ltd.com or call the office at 203-454-5970 or 800-339-9252. You can download our retirement income toolkit. It's complimentary or call us and we'll get it to you and it'll help you prepare for the retirement you worked so hard for. You fill that information out, schedule a no cost, no obligation, complimentary consultation, and we can help put together the information you're going to need to help secure your retirement. That toolkit, it's really dedicated to providing you with information to help you make sound decisions and build a retirement on a solid foundation that'll stand the test of time. All right. Well, thank you so much, Matt. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back to continue our discussion with Matt Brunner of Comprehensive Planning Associates right here on Financially Tuned. Creating an income plan for retirement is crucial in helping turn your retirement dreams into a reality. One way we help our clients achieve this is through Social Security. Social Security can be an overwhelming topic, but our guide to Social Security can help you better understand and better implement a successful Social Security strategy. And you can download our guide to Social Security right now by going to compass-ltd.com or by calling Comprehensive Planning Associates at one 800 339-9252. 
And when you visit our website or call in, you will not only get our guide to social security, but our entire retirement income toolkit, which features the guide to social security and much more. Call our office at 1-800-339-9252 or visit compass-ltd.com now. Welcome back to Financially Tuned with me, Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates or Compass in Westport, Connecticut, and our co-host, Tony Shore. The title of this show is The Future of U.S. Taxation. In our first segment, we talked about taxes compared today to the 40s, the cause and effect of government spending, and how government spending will affect our taxes. Yeah, and we're not just talking about taxes here. We're talking about the future of your life, the future of our lives. That's what's at stake. And I think it's really important that uh, people sit up and be aware of what's going on around them so they can be prepared. And I know that you work really hard to provide strategies for people, work alongside CPAs to minimize that tax burden. So what are the potential solutions to this increase in government debt and how it's going to affect our taxes moving forward? Well, unfortunately, the general public is in a no-win situation for the solution to this problem. However, some think printing money may help. Printing money does not bode well for economic growth, as this action creates inflationary pressures, it devalues the U.S. dollar, makes everyone less wealthy. Others think that cutting entitlements are an answer to the issue, but cutting the entitlements that compose this obligation leaves millions of people without benefits they have come to expect. No government obligation can really be considered unfunded, and that's simply because of the U.S. government's sovereign power to tax, which is the ultimate resource to meet its obligations. And another option, and one that the government knows all too well, is increasing taxes. Surprise, surprise. There we go. There you have it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so so what you're saying is we should get ready for an increase in our taxes. Well, I mean, simply put, we should always prepare for it to be a possibility. A, a balanced budget is going to be required at some point. And with this, will come higher taxes. Given our current position and projected budgets, I think it's okay to say that tax increases are coming. There's no guess if it's the near future or two years from now. And as we continue, or five years from now, but I think it's safe to say they're coming. Nobody has a crystal ball, but we know it's got to happen. And as we continue to do the same things, over and over while expecting different results, we'll find that raising taxes is a strategy to raise money, but it's not a solution to our current spending problems or our current and pending problems, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. So why do you feel the need to reassure us that our taxes will increase then? I think it's important because you have an opportunity to take action. You know, we take everything from a planning standpoint. So we're constantly assessing what the effects of future taxation might be, what we know now and what's coming down the road. You generally have a nobody, listen, nobody ever says, oh, tomorrow the tax law is going to change. You have a little advance notice. So with proper planning, you can kind of get out ahead of some of this stuff, take action. Now I think is a time to prepare for what is to come. Structure some countermeasures for the good, the bad, the ugly of each of these legislative proposals through tax advantage retirement planning. I like to use the phrase, you make more money by saving on taxes than you do by making more money. Now, the simplistic logic in that statement really makes sense when you discover it takes $1.50 in earnings to put that same dollar saved in taxes back into your pocket if we assume a 33% effective tax rate. 
Now, this simple concept becomes extremely valuable to people in retirement and those living on fixed incomes. Because as simple as it sounds, it is much more difficult to execute. Most people fail to put together a plan as they near retirement, so beginning even with a simple cash flow budget. If we have not analyzed our proposed income streams, our proposed expenses, we could not possibly have taken the time to position these cash flows and other events into a tax-preferred plan. Interesting. Do you think then that people have a tax plan already in place to help them through potential tax increases they might face? I think most people will say, I have a plan, and thus they don't need any further assistance in this area. But the truth is, in most circumstances, most instances, is that people could not show you their plan. And of the few that could, they would not be able to show you how they have executed it. Yeah, and that's key. You do need a plan and a written plan. So as we approach retirement, we need to look at what cash flows we have, obviously. And do we have a pension or social security? And how much additional cash flow are we going to need to draw from uh, of our assets to maintain the lifestyle you know, that we desire for retirement? And on top of that, we're probably also going to have to ask ourselves then how much we need to set aside for taxes. So that's obviously something you take into consideration when you work on financial planning with people, right? We do. I agree with that. People spend their whole life saving and accumulating wealth but very little time determining how to distribute this accumulation in order to keep it. They need to make sure they have the appropriate diversification of taxable versus non-taxable assets to complement our distribution strategy. It's important to keep in mind that you should meet with a financial professional to help you determine which strategy is right for you. Yeah. Yeah. And that's key. Now, uh, we're almost out of time for this segment, but I know you have some things you want to let the listeners know about before we take this quick break, right? Yeah. Our goal at Compass is, you know, in our planning process, it's truly to provide our clients with clarity, that peace of mind, less stress, more success, knowing that we'll have a reliable income during retirement, as well as a legacy to pass on to their loved ones. If you visit our website, www.compass-ltd.com, or call the office at 203-454-5970 or 800-339-9252, you can receive our complimentary retirement income toolkit. Fill that out. Schedule a complimentary, no cost, no obligation initial consultation. We'll sit down. We'll go through these things, help you put together the steps that you need to take to put that comprehensive plan into place and help reduce the stress of that unknown future. So I know that... um you have a lot more to tell us. What type of tax plan should we have? Well, a retiree should be situated with a diversified tax plan. Now, the point to spending our whole lives accumulating wealth is not to see how big the number is on paper, but rather it should be an exercise in how much we put in our pocket after removing it from the paper. To truly understand tax diversification, we must understand what types of money exist, how each of these will be treated during accumulation, and most importantly, during distribution. Now, following is a brief summary of our money. You have free money, tax-advantaged money, tax-deferred money, and taxable money. Taxable money would include ordinary income, capital gains, and qualified dividends. Wow. Well, what is, you said free money. What's free money? That sounds great to me. Yeah, well, free money is the best kind of money regardless of the tax treatment because in the end, you have more money than you would have had otherwise. Most 
I shouldn't say most, many, many employers will provide contributions toward employee retirement accounts to offer additional employment benefits and inspire employees to save for their own retirement. Now with this, employers oftentimes will offer a matching contribution in which they'll contribute up to a certain percentage of an employee's salary to that employee's retirement account when the employee contributes to their retirement account as well. For example, if an employee earns $50,000 annually and contributes 3% or $1,500 to their retirement account annually, the employer will also contribute some percentage to the employee's account. The employer contribution or match is free money. Wow. Well, that's great. Uh, what's tax advantage money then? Well, it's the next best thing to free money as far as I'm concerned. Although you have to earn tax advantage money, you do not have to give part of it away to Uncle Sam. Tax advantage money comes in three basic forms that you can utilize during your lifetime. Well, four, if prison inspires your future, but we're not going to discuss that option. So the most commonly known form of tax advantage money is municipal bonds. They earn and pay interest that could be federally tax advantage, state tax advantage, or both state and federally tax advantage. There are several caveats that should be discussed in regard to the notion of tax advantage income from municipal bonds. So first, you will notice that the tax advantage has several flavors from the state and federal perspective. And it's because states will generally tax the interest earned on a municipal bond unless the bond is offered from an entity located within that state. So this severely limits the availability of completely tax advantage municipal bonds and it constrains underlying risk and liquidity factors. Now second, municipal bond interest gets added back into the equation for determining your modified adjusted gross income, MAGI or MAGI for social security and could push your income above the thresholds subjecting a portion of your social security income to taxation. So in effect, if this interest subjects some other income to taxation, then the interest is truly being taxed. And last, municipal bond interest may be excluded from the regular federal tax system, but it is included for determining tax under the alternative minimum tax or ANT system. Yeah. And see, that makes sense. And so I know that we all probably know what tax deferred money is. That's our standard IRAs and 401ks where we have to pay taxes on it later. Um, and, uh, you know, these types of different tax designations are so important to understand, but we're out of time for today's show. It just flew by, Matt. Is there anything else you want to add before we have to go today? Well, again, the most important thing is to sit down, qualified financial professional, and talk to them about what option which money, which strategy is, the, strategy is the best for your particular situation. I think the easiest way for people to do that is to visit our website at www.compass-ltd.com or call the office at 203-454-5970 or 800-339-9252. Call or visit the website, get our retirement income toolkit, start your work and your way through that, and then schedule a no-cost, no-obligation, complimentary initial consultation. We'll sit down, talk about the steps you need to take to put your comprehensive plan in place and reduce the stress of that unknowable future. Yeah. Well, I think that's a great point, a great show, and a great time. Really, Matt, good stuff, a lot of great information. But we're out of time. That does it for today's episode of Financially Tuned with Matt Brunner of Comprehensive Planning Associates. 
Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Matthew Brunner at Comprehensive Planning Associates. Call 800-339-9252 or visit their website at compass-ltd.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Insurance products and services, fee-based financial planning, and investment advisory services are offered by Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD. Compass, a registered investment advisor in the state of Connecticut. Securities are offered by Gretchen Brunner and Matthew Brunner through Gradient Securities, LLC, Arden Hills, Minnesota, 866-991-1539. Member FINRA, SIP. Comprehensive Planning Associates LTD, Compass, and Gradient Securities LLC are not affiliated companies. Gradient Securities LLC and Comprehensive Planning Associates LTD, Compass are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.